When you're not opening presents this holiday season, try smashing your way through some tricky chocolate-coated levels on Candy Crush Saga. In between dinner and dessert, switch and match. During one of Uncle Mike's long stories, master the candy. There are thousands of levels to play in the all-time favorite classic match three game. Get that sweet feeling this holiday with Candy Crush Saga. Download it now from the App Store or Google Play for free. Hello, good people. Today we're discussing to partner or not to partner. Partnership, it always sounds like a wonderful idea, but in some cases can be horrific. Today I brought in my good friend Brent to co-host and help explain the ins and outs of partnership. I also brought in one of the owners of CrossFit Kingsboro, a gym that I'm a member of and that kicks my butt every, every week <laughs> to further explain this whole partnership thing. Partnership is like a marriage, people, and if you're not ready to walk down that aisle or you think you have what it takes to walk down the aisle, they need to listen to today's show. To partner or not to partner, let's get it. Brent, welcome to the show. Now, when Dion and I thought about doing a show on partnership, there was no one better we could think of to co-host this show than you. Now, why do you think that is? Well, Sean, before I go any further... I'd like to place a disclaimer based on my lawyer's advice. My following comments or opinion does not represent any failed partnership with any females, I mean business partners out there. So please, no one, this is not directed to you. Sure it isn't. Well, boy, let me tell you. I'm the master of partnerships. Partnerships, as they say, are like relationships. And I have a lot of experience with relationships. In fact, they've all failed. So I have been through everything you can think of when it comes to a partnership. So you're a one-time, two-time, three-time loser? Oh, many a times a loser, my friend. Exactly. Well, there you have it, people. It's Brand and Sean today discussing, thank God, business partnership. So let's get it. Matt, take us away. Thank you, Sean. This sponsorship break is brought to you by Clean. Clean is a financial literacy program designed to educate youth in a fun and interactive way through class lessons, workshops, and web seminars. To bring it to a school or organization near you, please visit www.financiallyclean.com. As we do, welcome back to Two Black Guys with Good Credit, a show for the financially curious and the financially knowledgeable. We have here, like I said, Chris, Brent, Dion, and myself. And as we do every week, Dion, can you please bless us with the history of partnership? Oh, my absolute pleasure as always. I'm not sure if you know this, but partnership goes way back to medieval times, all the way back in Europe and the Middle East. So in Europe, partnerships contributed to the commercial revolution. Did you know this? Not at all. I did not know this. Yeah, so that goes as back as the 13th century. Uh, in the 15th century, the cities of, Hansetic, of the Hansetic League, um, they would actually strengthen their, what we would call, partnerships um, on the seas. So a ship from Hansburg to Danzig would not just carry their own cargo, but they would also commission and transport other members uh, of the League as well. So that was actually a practice that saved not only money, um, but time, and also constituted what was the first step towards partnership. 
So we enlighten here on the show, just so you know. I'm bright. I'm bright right now. (laughs) So fast forward to some of the most famous partnerships in the world, like Johnson & Johnson, Procter & Gamble, Hewlett & Packard. But partnership is here to stay. So that's why we're... We're talking partner to or not to partner. Well, Chris, we got a lot of questions we worked up for you today, and I just want to get it started. First of all, I wanted to say I love your business. I love the energy that you bring. Sean can't stop raving. I'm finally getting to meet the man. Well, he's one of them. And the question I have for you, first question I have for you, how did you come about the idea, and how did you meet your partners? Um, Wow. Um, I've been thinking about actually opening. I've been thinking about opening a gym. Probably if I'm 40, I'm almost 40 now, so I probably started thinking about opening a gym somewhere around 27. You don't look, you don't look, you don't look a day over 46. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I was just, I've been in the gym business since I kind of, I was, matter of fact, let me just back up. I was at City College, I was a computer information science major. I walked into the gym and I just never went back to class. Wow. Wow. I kind of found my place, found my groove, and it just felt good. I was horrible. I my body was trembling and shaking every time I just, I hit the weights. Uh, I must have been I must have been wet, maybe 145 pounds. But you know, I I stayed with it. I stuck with it. And it, but the power of training kind of like came all over me. Like it was I was really about my business. <laughs> oh, Paul, excuse me. Whatever, whatever, whatever you want to say, but. But the, what I can say is, like, my first three clients set the president, and I really started running towards fitness even faster. Um, I had one, I had two brothers that were both overweight, and it just seemed like they were very intellectually, like, sound and muscular, but, like, they never was rough and tumble outside. Right, right. So they were really soft, and, like, I just became their, I was their, I was younger than both of them, I just became their big brother, and, like, just would beat them up from time to time in the, in the most funnest, fittest way. And yeah. I'll put the boxing gloves on them. And next thing you know, one person lost 50 pounds and then the other brother Amazing. lost 75 pounds. And then I met their mother and their mother cried when I met them. And then, wow. The, then after that, my next client, she was in an abusive relationship. So training started to like give her confidence to get out of the relationship. And then another client. And, and then I just started seeing the beauty of movement and just, it just happened. But I was a very much about my business from the very beginning where I was like, why am I training here for this individual and I'm only making a quarter of what he's charging? Like, so, so not to interrupt, so you basically uh, helping people, healing people physically, mentally, as you said. The, I'm a tour the, guide. Yeah. I, I, I don't really want to call myself a healer, even though that comes along with, but I'm the tour guide. You need to heal yourself. And yeah. I make sure that my clients and my athletes understand that, and that they are 100% responsible. Yeah. Because some people need a crutch. Yeah. Some people need somebody to point the finger to and say, well, you know, I paid you, yeah. but I don't look any different. I don't feel any different. Well, that's because you didn't do your due diligence and you didn't come ready and prepared. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's, there has to be a line drawn. I could show you how to climb up the mountain, but I can't step you yeah, yeah. You know what I mean so and that's really what it boils down to being so you got to like really give people that check from the beginning this is not on me yeah you know and then how'd you meet your partners though like so fast um, forward it, it became like well coach Steve which is Steve Polk um he is the Caucasian member of this black threesome that we will of uh there's three black owners of CrossFit Kingsboro Steve is the the the, the odd the odd guy he's the minority of the group 
Um, so, a bit different for once. But okay. <laughs> you know, um, I met Steve. I met Steve at a boxing gym years ago, and I kind of just I'm a, I, I watched him. I just really just watched him. Watched how detail oriented he was. He was like always at the cafe next door, program designing for his clients, uh, creating different graphs, charts. And I would watch him. He would he was a student of his craft. Um, and I was like, yo, I like this guy. And then when I found out he lived in Brooklyn, I was like, oh, we're neighbors. And then we just started seeing the voids of the health. Um, the voids of the health market or the health industry in Brooklyn and what's happening in Brooklyn. We're like, well, let's just put something, let's put some, let's put, let's put some, let's put our fork in the ground and like, let's take a shot at it. How'd you come up with partner number three? They came from Steve. Uh, they came from Steve. He was a, I started crossfitting before Steve. Steve was crossfitting at the, at another gym in the general Brooklyn area. Um, that's where he met the other two partners, Cloyd and Charmel. One day he brought us all together and we started having lunch. And I would say within two years, we had a gym together. Wow. And just to give you the plug, CrossFit Kingsboro, Atlantic Avenue, Brooklyn, New York. Anybody, just in case uh, we forgot to mention that earlier, wonderful gym, whoever is listening, whoever lives in Brooklyn. Okay. Yeah, we have a great community. Come by. Come by. We want to see you. Exactly. So getting to the words that you just led into my second question which is they say that each partner needs to bring one of the following three things to make successful partnership and i think you you guys did it organically and one is either skills or knowledge two is financial assets and three is network now with your partnership which one did you bring or either one or more than one and which ones did your other partners bring to make your partnership successful and do you agree with what I'm saying and be honest you're the only one here so you can speak for yourself <laughs> I'm, I'm, the, everyone also. I'm the most I'm the opinionated one I'm the most vocal <laughs> one of the group so we got the right person so like uh, honestly some of them may not even say anything like just go ahead let him shut up let him talk until he shuts up like no um, no it's also I think we we all we just made it happen you know you can't you can't run a ship without money so you don't go to war without one. You got You have to have. You're gonna have some rainy days out there. So there, there are gonna be some hard times where you're gonna question um, if you're doing the right thing, and you don't want to question what's going on in the bank. You have to have a a net that's gonna catch you in case things are slow, or in case you need to actually change your services, and it takes a little bit more of an investment. Um, Fortunately, I, my partners and I, we all brought in an equal amount of money and we, you know, and we divvied up the equity from there. Um, now the, I brought in personally, not only the equity, but I think I have, I have more from a, from a business standpoint, I have a little bit more experience than all of them, uh, in regards to what happens in the gym Again, behind in the, in the back office versus being a consumer or a, you know a service. I'm the service provider. So if, if that makes sense. Right. Yeah. So you you'll say you're more like the day to day guy. I'm the everyday. Every, well, yeah, I'm the everyday. Every you're like no no brother. I'm the everyday. You're the everyday. Okay, uh, so you yeah. know if the toilet paper is short, you know yeah. if uh, someone didn't pay membership, you know what's going on. I know everything. Right. For okay. for the most part, I I I'm. At this point in time, I pretty much oversee about at least 90% of the operations. Okay. Uh, um, and it, I try to make sure that nothing passed my desk without me at least having a voice on it. So you're the HNIC, the head nice guy in charge. I am far from nice. <laughs> uh, 
I do rock with a smile, but I'm far from nice. Um, no, um, I th- well, back to the original question, I kind of feel like that's what we all, but I do believe in all three of those pillars that you brought up. You need to have a little bit of everything. Um, but we differently and organically, like you just said, I, we all have brought something special to the gym that's very dope. And I did never saw it coming. So, like, even though some, like, my partner, Charmel, he's, I would say, the bass player of the gym. Like, he keeps it smooth and cool 100 ways, 100% all the way through. Steve is the firecracker. Like, if if he if we were going through a burning house, I bet you, I guarantee you, he he's the first one in. And I, I I'll I'll play the stabilizer. I'll I'll play. I, I want to be Dennis Rodman. Okay. I want to you know I want to shoot the ball, but I'm gonna I'm gonna elbow you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna grab the board. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna really. You gonna get down and dirty. I'm gonna get in the, I'm gonna, yeah. I get my hands dirty. My mother always told me that my grandfather said you must learn how to put your hands in the dirt. So that's something that I've heard my entire life. So that's why I have a gym in Brooklyn. Nice. Well, just to kind of paint the landscape a little bit with regards to partnership, because you make it sound so exciting, doesn't he? Uh, more people are leaving the workforce more than ever to chase their dreams, and they're starting them, you know, these partnerships with their friends, their family. Um, they're saying partnerships are one of the fastest forms of business. Um, over 6% a year, new partnerships. Um, but not to be the bearer of bad news, right? But stats also show that up to 70% of business partnerships ultimately fail. That's wow. according to Balanced Dog. That's a heavy statistic. 70% of business partnerships fail. It's real. And well, you just made my heart sick. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't mean to do that, but what's <laughs> even amazing is that uh, people are following their dreams with family and friends. And I'll be honest, I won't even... I'll think twice about lending some of my family and friends even $100. So... So, which brings me to my question to you is, what are your strengths and weaknesses? What are your individual strengths and weaknesses? I will be the opinionated one. I think that's my, my strength. But my for, for, but I know that I'm also going to get up at 4.30 in the morning and I'm going to clock. I'm going to be the first one in and I'll be the last one out. And I'm going to do that every day. Right. Um, and it, it, takes, it took me a little while to get there, but it, that's who I am. Steve. Different. Yeah. Again, he's the sniper on. He's a sniper up there. We may not see him. Yeah. But he's plugging away, okay. and he's actually doing what he has to do for the business. Yeah. Right. Um. In in terms of Shamel, again, like I said, he provides the harmony. Like when we're all at odds, yeah. he gives us a different way of looking at it. Okay. I kind of often use him as kind of more of my advisor in a sense and this is something he probably doesn't even know like where I'm like look I want to bounce this idea off of you how would you approach this because he's a little he's he's not a little smoother he's a lot smoother than me like I'm very rough and tumble in in comparison to him and so I'm like look I just want to give homeboy the axe he may say well you know what maybe we need to actually sit back and think about this for a moment and, and approach this a different way. But no, but I mean, that's a benefit of partnership is having that sounding board. So I think you're, you're dead on. Um, but just to give five, and you've touched on a few of these things, but five reasons why they, partnerships don't work out. Um, and I pulled this from capitalcreations.com. Um, you had talked about this earlier. When biz hits hard times, you need a grinder, right? You need someone who's not going to pull out the first sign of trouble. Right? So that's, yeah, that's amen. Important. Amen. Well, Chris well, sounds like a grinder to me. Say, right? Yeah. Um, too many cooks in the kitchen. Always. Right? Yep. So you've got to find partners. Like we were saying earlier, if you all have the same skills, it's not going to work. If everybody's working on 
marketing, who's working on finance, who's working on the operations, right? Before you well, know it, your, your resources are depleting. Um, it's not going to work. Number three, they said, you've got the visionary and the vagabond. So you've got you know, your partner who's laser focused. He's on point with the strategy. And then you've got your other partner who's got a new idea every two seconds, right? So if you don't... <laughs> That's me. Yeah. Right? But if they don't execute, they don't have the discipline, and you don't have someone to reel them in, it's not going to work, right? So number four... And I think we really hit on all of these. Number four uh, is partnering with a dictator. Now, who wants to partner with a, a nag, right? A know-it-all? Not going to work, right? Kiss of death. And they rounded out uh, with number five, differing values. And it sounds like you guys, when you came together, this was also something that really, I guess, gelled in why this partnership works. Because a brand, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, no matter what industry you're in, I mean, it's going to be a reflection of your values. So if your partners don't share the same values, I would say you're probably doomed in the water. Um, but you know what? Also, to like, let's go to values because like the the value portion is the like kind of a very big thing for me. Um, you know, uh, starting a business, oftentimes, and the owner does not walk away with the pot, especially like with any money or a salary, okay. especially in the beginning, like. CrossFit Kingsborough is at the beginning stages of is, is it's still in the very infantile stages. We're three years old, where we're going. We're yeah, we're three years old, and we're quite. When I say that, I have actually taken a step down in terms of how much money I was once making to do to do what it is that I'm doing is because I believe in what it is that I do. And you're full time committed to this. I'm full time committed to the yeah. And I know Shamal, Shamal he, he's, he's still working another job. He still ha- we also have our other jobs. I just have the luxury of being able to do 75% of my other business at CrossFit Kingsborough. Okay. Oh. So, like, without that, like, there probably wouldn't have been, to be quite honest. Um, so, uh, the CrossFit Kingsborough, like any operation, needs a day-to-day guy. They yeah. need somebody to, that's going to be there, be responsible, be accountable. And actually, we know our membership, but we... Honestly, the the ship will not work unless there's some level of consistency. And so if you have a different person in your face every day and you have multiple partners, well, then you know what? You're going to get a different value system overall. Um, And so because even though we have the same principles in line, you know, we may look you may look at black and brown in a different shade than I do. You look at colors in a different shade. And that's just what it is. Um, But for the most part, we've been and mind you, like any family, we argue and fight. Um, and there's been, you know, words crossed between each other. Like, there's been a lot of different things. But at the end of the day, you know, the, the game plan is how do we actually make an impact in our community? Um, back to the morals conversation, like, just a couple of days ago, there were some young 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 boys walking, running around. And they must have been, they were literally between the ages of 8 and 12. And I was like, all right, good. Get off the street. Get your butt in the gym. And I went, I call your mother right now. I want permission to do what I'm about to do. Yeah. Um, and I put them through a workout. What happened? They came back a couple of days later. I gave them my cell phone number. And now we're working on actually ha- building out a youth program because you know why? As nice, we're in nice. this new age of America where, like, music is going. is on the rise. Oh, health is at an all-time decline, but then so is governmental funding. 
And so, like, well, I need to actually provide. I need to be able to provide a service to the community. Look, I'm not asking for a lot of money. As a matter of fact, I'm not even even asking for any money. Yo, come in and let's get, but more importantly, let's get these young men and these young ladies off the street and let them learn how to take a let them, teach them how to take care of themselves and give them something to do. So, like, at the end of the day, I was told them, I called all the parents and said, look, you pick up your kids from me. Nice, and nice. that's that. Well, one thing I've known to be successful in business and partnership is really making it, like you said, community-based and passionate. And one thing I, hearing what you say, and most people have the misconception, partner doesn't mean you all work equal amount of hours. It's really you all, your input is what you can bring to the table, and you work at it as a team. And and I know you, you mentioned you did a 250-mile run where you passed the baton on from one team member to the other team member, and it wasn't about who was doing more, who was doing less. It was just about completing the mission. And I think you can tell by speaking with them what I see as a con- consumer at CrossFit that you guys really share the ball well together. And um, with that being said, we're going to cut it off here, go to commercial, let Matt take, get paid some sponsorship money in this show, and Chris... It's been a great, it's been a great ride. Find the right person, make this marriage happy, and hopefully you'll be a CrossFit Kingsboro like Chris is. Thank you. Matt, take us away. This commercial break is brought to you by Canvas Malibu. Canvas Malibu is a boutique and contemporary art gallery in Malibu, California. At Canvas Malibu, it starts with art, and their curated offering of shoes, apparel, accessories, and art are a definite must-see. Canvas Malibu is located in the Malibu Country Mart, or online at canvasmalibu.com. Welcome back to Two Black Guys with Good Credit, the show for the financially curious. We have our co-host, Brent, who I got into the show, wasn't able to fully introduce, friend of 25 years, real estate mogul in Toronto. Thank you for co-hosting Two Black Guys with Good Credit. Is there anything else you want to say about yourself, Mr. Brent? Well, I wouldn't quite say, quite say a mogul. I don't want to get into trouble. I don't want anybody coming looking for any money from me. <laughs> um, uh, uh, thanks for having me, Sean. Uh, really looking forward to this. Uh, looking forward to future episodes. Um, uh, I'm an ex-banker. Used to be in the banking game. Um, uh, I've been in the financial game for quite some time. And I've been in real estate for a while now. So I've been through partnerships, uh, business partnerships. Uh, I know people who have been through partnerships, etc. And uh, just glad to be here. Well, welcome to being a two black guy. Good to have you, Brent. With good credit. But that being said, Dion, what else do you have to share with the good people? Well, I thought it'd be good just to kind of break down the different types of partnerships before we got too uh, much further along. And there are three types. So there is the general partnership, which is probably the most popular and the easiest one to start, um, but also makes you the most, um, I guess, exposed in terms of liability. the number two uh, type of partnership is the limited partnership. So it's got a more limited structure in that um, it's usually used when the partners have an uneven level of involvement in the business. Um, something you'd want to you know, definitely discuss with your attorney because not all businesses qualify for a limited partnership. And the third type uh, and probably the safest type is the limited liability partnership. So as the name suggests, the limited liability partnership, very similar to um, the individual limited um, LLC, they would call it, where you limit your personal financial responsibility. So should something go wrong with the business, um, they're not coming after you personally. Um, So again, uh, probably the most um, uh, 
conservative way to go in terms of starting a partnership, uh, but again, discuss all the tax implications uh, that would be involved with an attorney before you get into it. Having Dion share these type of business partnerships that she just explained, um, if you don't mind discussing what kind you guys are involved in and is it working? We have a limited liability corporation, which is an LLC, which is pretty standard. Um, As of right now, it is working. Yeah. Uh, no one is coming knocking on my door. <laughs> so let me go ahead and knock on wood for that. Um, but, you know, dealing with the state of New York is a and the city of New York is a different beast. And so there are a lot of different compliance laws and bylaws that you have to kind of look into as you are starting that company. So because, you know, Uncle Sam wants his he wants his peace in every every aspect that you do. So, saying that, I originally had my original question to you is actually going to be if you guys were equal partners, but you touched on that already, stating that you guys came with an equal amount of money, etc. at the beginning. So, what I wanted to go back to was to find out from you was really... How do you handle disputes? How do you resolve disputes as a group overall in terms of the business? Well, like, we, do you do muscle-ups? Do you do triple G chinners, a man of 45s, etc.? It's funny we got jokes. Okay. <laughs> by, the way, by the way, my time for the Amanda 45s is 8.15, and I beat Matt Fraser twice already. Okay. That was before the knee surgery and before I found yeah, the yeah. nuts and bear. But, you know, hey, 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 we can all dream. Um... We, we, we've gone through a couple of different ways. In the beginning, we did a pretty much original when we started with those four partners. And so um, it was a democracy. Like if three, we, we just held, held a vote. If the, if the three, if the three said yes, that's just the way the, the ship sailed. That didn't work. It didn't work for me. Okay, let's get to the bottom of it. <laughs> wow, we got real. Didn't, didn't work for me. So, but you know what? Again, the gym needs somebody who's going to pretty much steer and drive on a day-to-day basis. Yeah. And so, having these, having an actual democracy in this in business doesn't really work on at this at this level of the game. Of okay. the game. Maybe it may work. You know, when there's, like, millions of dollars yeah. on the table, but, like, on the grassroots? Yeah. No. no. Make a decision. Live with it. This is what we're going to do for the best of our team. Not because of your ego or because of the standard. This is what we're going to do because this is why. Yeah. You, like, this is my whys. You know? Okay. Here's the proof in the pudding. All right. Oh, did I answer that question? Yeah, yeah. No, no. Yeah. yeah. You did a good job because... One thing I've learned about partnerships, and you just, you hit the nail on the head, is really putting your ego aside and doing what's good for the business, making sure the business survives. Like we all have different needs in a partnership, for mm-hmm. example. So you may need something out of it. Um, uh, Chris may need. I mean, Steve may need something out of it, but. He may have to give that up to make sure that, hey, the business is going to run successfully. I'm going to take a back seat and just let things run a yeah. certain direction. And and definitely, like, again, um, when you have a situation, when you have a small business and you guys are going, or a business period, and you guys are, we all have the 
certain certain skill sets and we all have a particular vision or a particular way that we may want to do things one everything ha- like we need to go in the same direction yeah uh, we have to respect one another we have to like really kind of think about why did he do X Y and Z or why did this was this decision okay. made if you liked it or not and sometimes you just had to take it on the chin yeah and say hey you know what I'm just gonna chalk this one up I this is not gonna work out um I don't know. Uh, it's you know having a having a bit. This is the most difficult thing that I've probably ever done, but it's also the most rewarding thing yeah. I've ever done. Uh, like I said before, like my civil responsibilities have picked up. I'm in, I'm in uh, city councilman, city council district thirty five, thirty six. I'm I know my my city council members, this, my district senators. Wow. I'm at the city council meetings. I know what's going on on every playing field. I'm trying to push my gym is being pushed into a couple of different elementary schools I'm signing over like I'm moving yeah um, and so again back to the original question there needs to be somebody that's going to sit in the captain's chair and steer the ship especially if the partners other ha- have other things to do in their outside life how transparent were you when you were deciding to go into business together did you guys like go under the hood ask each other financial information how good is your credit and, I did Wow. wow, I did. I was Good the first one. I was the first one. To have those I was the first one and the last one to show. <laughs> <laughs> first one to ask and last one to show. <laughs> uh, so, like, I will see what he's working with. <laughs> so, do you think it's important? Do you think it was important? It was, it, yeah, it was important for me because, again, you don't really, you, you don't know how someone is going to react until you're in the trenches with that person. Um, it's fine that we can all have good casual conversations, yeah. and we wrote this business plan out, and we went and looked at buildings, and yeah. we threw up ideas. That's fine, but when you're in the trenches, and it's hurting, yeah. and my, your time is lost, and you're having family problems, and yeah. you're having marital issues, and you have kid issues. And you still got to come to work that's not paying you. Yeah. And you still got to put money in and put time in. That's the hard part. Then you're going to see what type of partners you're dealing with. Yeah. That's when you're going to see who's going to be able to, like... I need, I need, I need you to be somebody. Belichick. I need you to Tom Brady. Be a Magic Johnson. You want to figure out who that person is. Um, but again, everybody in my establishment has an important part to play, and. It's not my establishment. Our establishment has a very important part to play. And I personally can't thrive without any of my guys. Um, And so, and that's really what it is. But but there's a reason why 60% of employers check their potential employees' credit. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. And that's Forbes.com. Look, I got a daughter. You better check. When you when it's time for you to start dating, you ask him, get the, get, get the Social Security. We're going to run a credit check. Like, no. I don't even step into relationships with women without a credit check. Oh, boy. Whoa. We could talk about that one all yeah, day. So, like, no. Like, but no, it's, with all seriousness, it's extremely important. You may need to, if, in the beginning stages of opening a business, a lender is not going to give the business a loan. Yeah. So you must have one of you yeah. or all of you collectively need to hit above that 620 yeah. to get some type of a small business loan. It's just it's it's inevitable. You have to pay attention to your numbers. You have to pay your bills on time. If not, 
if God forbid, if your business just needs, not even saying that you're in a hard time, what if you just need some extra money so you could develop extra services, so you could be a little bit more competitive against your, your, you could be a little bit more competitive against your competitors. You can't really, if you don't have enough ducats. Yeah. To even allow yourself to grow. Yeah. To expand the business, to do everything. If you're not advertising, you're yeah. not growing. If you're not spending money, you're not growing. That's the miracle growth. Spend money. Yeah. Well, as we're touching on credit checks, one key component of keeping good credit is managing, being able to manage your expenses. So the question I have for you is, are you all on the same page when it comes to managing expenses or one of you spends a bit more while one could be a bit more frugal when it comes to spending money or are you all like, okay, this is how much, this is where I see we should spend money on. And it goes back again to relationship management a bit, I would say. Um, in the beginning, in the, in the beginning, when we first opened, um, I personally did not oversee the money. I said, this is my part. This is your part. I didn't look at it. Didn't want to. That was not a skill that I wanted to hone in on. Okay. Um, I thought, you know, dealing with money, it's creative. Yeah. Yes. But it's very tedious and crunching numbers is like hurting eyes looking at a computer screen. One of our other partners who's no longer um, part of this company or part of the, he's no longer, he's not part, no, no longer part of the company. He once ran the numbers and everybody kind of did a watchful eye on it. Um, now I run the numbers. Yeah. Now that position is mine. Um, so once he left the company, I had to. We had to pick so up the stock, and so um, that's pretty much it. So like now I have no issues looking at it. I know exactly what's coming in, what's going out. Uh, we don't necessarily have someone who's no. Coach Steve is the, probably the one that wants to spend the most money. But he wants to spend the most money in, in the best ways to be more creative okay. with programming fitness. Right. He's like, hey, let's buy twenty new bikes. Yeah. Well, they're a thousand a pop, like, you know, or you know, or let's get some cargo nuts nets so that we, we can actually have them climbing up twenty yeah. feet and coming down on the opposite side. Like he wants to spend money in that way. Where I'm like, okay, I want to do more programming. Okay. In terms of like building out services. They're both right, yeah. but they both have to kind of come at the same time. They have to. We have to do a little bit of this and a little bit of that to make sure that both both of the chiefs yeah. are happy. So that leads to profit. Then what? How, well, when we know it's time, when the business is taking a profit. How do you guys pay each other's salary? Is it equally distributed, or are you guys still trying to build up? Oh, uh, we're we're still in the process of building. Um, we have projections, okay, but you never know how the weather is going to turn out. Yeah. So. Um, <sighs> You know, at, again, at the end of the day, like, if, regardless, if I, I may never turn a dollar with this company. The goal is to turn a dollar, of course. But at the end of the day, the the, and the amount of value added, the amount of value that I've brought to this community, that I've brought to this community is irreplaceable. You can't really put a dollar, literally, you can't put a dollar on my client who, there's a there's a member at our gym that comes and he checks his heart rate, he checks his high blood pressure after every session, and he says you wouldn't imagine where I was a year ago with my high my high blood pressure and my cholesterol. I was there was another guy I spoke on the break. I was talking about a client of mine who um, who did the Ragnar race with us. We ran 250 miles and he he came out. This guy maybe lost maybe. A little less than about 100 pounds. But the thing is, is that the doctor told him that he needed to actually 
get into fitness because he was going to die soon. Wow. So, again, on every medication that you could possibly think of, when, when I have soldiers that are coming from the VA to come to my gym and my responsibility is to kind of wing them off of all the different antidepressant drugs that they're on, that the VA get, I don't matter of fact, that the, all the different drugs that they're on that are prescribed, my job is to get them back into a level of like thinking and being healthy without it. And so like at the end of the day, if I don't make a dollar, I'm going to be pissed. All right. But the value in what I'm doing is irreplaceable. You can't get a, put a dollar on it. Yeah. Well, that's the one thing. You seem to be passionate about what you're doing and believe in it. So I really uh, commend you on that. Uh, but one thing I, that has come up in a conversation that I wasn't aware of is that uh, you said you had four partners yep. to start with. And um, as we said, uh, partnerships are like a marriage. And with a marrige, you have a, pe- a prenup. So do you guys have a, a buyout plan in place? And uh, you can, can you, you share better go with, you got to have an exit plan always. Yeah. Um, always, always, always have an exit plan. Know that operation agreement between you and your partners. Uh, in and out, have your own separate legal staff and counsel um, that's not... Oh, you have your separate legal staff. Yeah, I do. Independent uh, legal I, advice. I yeah, you have to because at the end of the day, regardless, you need to make sure that you are sound, that you walk away with as least slashes yeah. if this goes sour. Um, and, and you know what? And it could go sour in a lot of ways. Not making a profit, that's one way. Me and you could just fight and fight it out and argue and bicker, or somebody may just go into the bank account and just remove all of our yeah, money and yeah. sell all of our assets yeah. without anybody looking. You just don't know who you're dealing with, yeah. and it doesn't and, and necessary doesn't have to necessarily. We spoke about going into business with family. It could be family. Yeah, yeah. It can, matter of fact, I tend to I'm doing partner with people. I'm okay with cursing out, and I may not have to see them at the family reunion. So, like uh, at the end of the day, like my business partners, my business partnership. Um, again, you gotta be. You have to safeguard yourself. Dropping gems, Chris. If you ever thought about getting into partnership, I think a lot of your a lot of clarity is coming through this show today. I mean, as far as knowing who you're partnering with, like Chris said, getting your own lawyer, protecting your own interests, these are all important things to having a successful partnership and being successful. And one thing I love is your passion for what you do. I remember a professor always said to me, don't follow the money, follow the opportunity and surround yourself with great people and the money will come. And Chris, you've done a great job of doing that to date. We still got more to come, people. It's partnership we're talking to be to partner or not to partner that is a question people matt take us away nicknightdirect.com is the fast easy way to shop online to buy an item from any u.s website just go to nicknightdirect.com that's n-i-c-n-a-t direct.com Choose your method of payment and we'll ship, handle duties, and deliver your items straight to your door. I'm Sean of NickNightDirect.com and you have my word. We're back. To partner or not to partner, that is the question. Dion, this is a section, this is a part of the show I love. Yes. Tell, them, tell them about what we're doing in this it's round. Speed round time. Get ready, Chris. So this is yes or no or a little bit more. All right, we're moving fast. Let's go. First one, yes or no, Chris. A lot of energy gets wasted to resolve conflicts amongst partners. Um, no. And I'm going to say this 
get uh, argue, fight it out, get your point heard, but make sure that you resolve it quickly. Question number two. If you had to do it all over again, what would you do differently regarding your partnership? Um, what would I do differently? I probably wouldn't have expanded as fast. Okay. Okay, good answer. Good answer. Leads great. into number three, actually. What would you say? Would you say that a partnership gives you more borrowing power? Say that one more time, please. Would you say partnership gives you more borrowing power? Borrowing power? Bo- borrowing. Borrowing. Borrowing? borrowing? Ah, that's my Canadian accent. Oh, She's Canadian, too. That's okay. Uh, yes. That's it? Yes. His answer is yes. Final answer? <laughs> Look, I need your social security number. I need to borrow some money. Okay. Next question. Is partnership really like a marriage? I've never been married, so I can't answer that question. Well said. Is partnership really like a long-term relationship? Business part, uh, Being in business with having business partners is like having a long-distance relationship. <laughs> Explain, please. It's, you know, sometimes you can count on that call. Sometimes you can count on that, that Skype session or <laughs> FaceTime session. Sometimes, sometimes you may even see them. But that's that. So, next question for you. Any final words or advice for our listeners thinking about going into a partnership? Take your time. You know, Rome wasn't built in a night. Um, so take your time. Um, don't think about the fast dollar. Think about the slow and steady progressions. You know, uh, bumping up whatever that is for your business, earning a thousand, ten thousand, fifty thousand, whatever is justifiable in growth. Make sure that you know what it is and do your homework. Know who your competitors are. Know what they're doing, and be there. Be present. Yes, and uh, last but not least, what's next for CrossFit Kingsboro? Next for CrossFit Kingsboro. Um, what we would like to have is a strong youth program. And what I mean by that, we will, we're going into the nonprofit sector where we'll be start, we'll start um, fitness programs from the ages 5 to 12, and then we'll start an adolescent program from 12 to 21. Um, and that will also encompass, you know, the elderly at a, at a later date. But the whole idea is to make sure that our people are being taken care of and we're able to bring, provide help. Let, my, let CrossFit Kingsboro be a staple of providing health to the community. Well, Chris, it's been great having you on. And I know how passionate you are about yourself. We've had a lot of guests on this show and your passion is just coming out and I love it. And, you know, to say the least, you haven't even plugged yourself. So I'm going to give you two minutes to plug what you do because as I am not only I'm, I'm a member of CrossFit and I'm a fan of CrossFit Kingsboro and what they're doing you know just to even add a little bit more I've never gone into a place where you see people loving it that's not only the clients but the staff I mean they come there on their days off so I think what you guys are doing is exceptional and bringing you on the show convinces me as why you're so successful because the passion that you have with what you're doing and the caring of the community as well. So I just want to thank you and congratulate you and give you a minute to plug yourself. You know, um, no, my name is Chris Sainsbury. Uh, I am a fitness trainer to whoever wants to train. Um, and my only job my job is to really make sure that you move properly and we'll progress th- together slowly, safely, and I'll get you to that mountaintop as fast as possible. You can find me at CrossFitKingsboro.com. Uh, that's C-R-O-S-S-F-I-T-K-I-N-G-S-B-O-R-O.com. You can find us on Instagram also at CrossFit Kingsboro. You can find me at Fitness with Chris Sainsbury, both.com and on IG. Um, 
I'm here. I'm in Brooklyn. I might even be in Miami. I might even see you in LA, but I'm here and I'll be down for you if you're down to invest. And I'm not talking money. You got to put your spirit in it or it's just going to be, you're just going to be wasting your time. Um, but I hope to see you. Thank you. Thank you for coming on. Um, bottom line we have coming up, people. Stay tuned. Matt, take us away. Thank you, Sean. This sponsorship break is brought to you by Clean. Clean is a financial literacy program designed to educate youth in a fun and interactive way through class lessons, workshops, and web seminars. To bring it to a school or organization near you, please visit www.financiallyclean.com. Welcome back to Two Black Guys with Good Credit. Did we or did we not drop some gems today? Did you not gather a lot of information on partnership? So, hey, if you're thinking about doing a partnership, take some notes, ask questions to your potential partner, and figure it out if it's the right fit for you. With that being said, Dion, enlighten the people. Yes, I'm going to tell you. Go to www.fundera.com. They've got a great blog small business partnership. Those are the key words. They have the 21 most important questions you need to ask before you go into business with anybody. I've got 21 questions. (laughs) (laughs) And please never forget to email us your questions to tbgwgc at gmail.com. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Two Black Guys Good Credit. And don't forget to leave us a five-star review to make it easier for others to find us. Like, his name is Tori D-Dub Williams. He said, love this show. Thank you, Tori D-Dub. That's all we need to hear. And my name is Dion Nichols, the lady with the history, the stats, and the cold hard facts. And now we're going to move on to the bottom line and takeaway. Brent, take it away. Thanks, Dion. Well, all I got to say today is... Partnerships are tough, just like a marriage. However, for it to be successful, you need to be honest, upfront, and selfless. At times, you need to be able to take a backseat for the greater good of the business and the greater good of your partners out there. Take it to the back, Brent. Ah, I don't like that at all. (laughs) (laughs) Well, my takeaway is I'm going to just revert back to what we said earlier in the show because I think it's the strongest point that I feel that you should take away is that when you're looking for a partnership, you need to understand there's three things that make a successful partnership. One is skills or knowledge. Two is financial assets. Do you have the moolah? And three, do you have the network or connections? If you or your partners collectively have those three things, I think you can have a successful partnership. But if they don't, if it's just your cousin or your family member, you just think that it's cool to have a partnership with, if they, you can't honestly tell yourself they possess those three things, you need to reconsider this partnership, and if it can really be successful. I'm Sean from Two Black Guys with Good Credit. Keep your money where it belongs, in your damn pocket. When you're not opening presents this holiday season, try smashing your way through some tricky chocolate-coated levels on Candy Crush Saga. In between dinner and dessert, switch and match. During one of Uncle Mike's long stories, master the candy. There are thousands of levels to play in the all-time favorite classic match three game. Get that sweet feeling this holiday with Candy Crush Saga. Download it now from the App Store or Google Play for free.